0: G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by HoopBall. We have got another mock draft with you today, guys, and we are doing a 14-team mock draft on Fantrax. Let's go! Jordan, open! Chicago with the lead! Play to not a game, not a game, we talking about practice.
1: with no regard
0: for human life, G'day guys and welcome back to the Fantasy, the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. My name is Mitchell Casey and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA. And as always, I'm joined with my good friend, the fantasy guru himself, Callum Mack. How are you doing, man?
2: Doing amazing, Mitchie. Favorite day of the week. We have an official draft day um, to go up to all the listeners out there. So I'm pumped. I'm ready to go.
0: I'm ready to go too. And we are also joined with the first ever Ball Boys uh, guest on the show today, uh, Adam King. How are you doing, man?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. I didn't know I was the first guest. So that's
0: it's a very, very, cool. pre- very prestigious uh, uh, title to bestow upon you. But um yeah, wel- welcome, is. welcome to the show, mate. Uh, it's good to have you on board. We yeah, uh, it's good.
1: I, I like doing pods with with Aussie guys because time zones are the same, so we're not whispering or yep, <laughs> anything
0: yep. like that. We're, we're up nice and early, ready to do some fantasy drafting. We we are doing a fourteen team. Uh, category League head-to-head draft today And I'm just going to get us straight on into it We had paused the draft just to do our little intro here But we're back on And we've got, yeah, like we said, 14 teams in this draft today We've got Callum picking at pick 2 uh, I'm at pick 12 And Adam, you're over at pick 7 there So nicely spaced out um, I'll, I'll throw it off to you first here, Cal What are, what are your thoughts at pick 2?
2: Um, so, pick two. We've spoken about it before. Um, I think we both believe Steph Curry probably is the number two pick in our mind. I'm keen to take him. He fits a lot of pretty good builds. He doesn't hurt you at all. Uh, he's a good starting point. So, he's kind of who I've got my eyes on. But, look, that being said, if Nikola Jokic falls to me, I'll take him. But it looks like that hasn't happened.
0: No, yep. It, it looks like he says uh, auto-picked, but I don't think he'd be very unhappy with that auto-pick and Nikola Jokic <laughs> at number one. So, We're we're all in agreement, Adam. You agree that Jokic is the consensus number one in in pretty much all formats.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't finish at number one, but I I think after last year, you have to you have to take him really. He's he's a pretty surefire thing. Yeah. Um. So even if he doesn't finish number one, he's going to finish top three. You would think at least
0: you're not going to lose anything really. And and I think well, my philosophy is in the first round, like you've got you know. Not too much, especially if you're the first pick. You've got nowhere to go. You can't go higher than the first pick. So you just want the player that's the safest kind of uh, value possible and not going to slide you out of drafts, which is uh, something that like Anthony Davis did last year when he was a, sort of a consensus number two pick and slid back to like the 30th ranked player
2: okay. on
0: the season. So... What have we got going on here? Carl Anthony Towns goes at number three. That's a bit of a surprise to me. I, I do like Carl Anthony Towns. Um, I'm surprised to see him go ahead of a player like James Harden or or Giannis. What what are your boys' thoughts on Cat uh, going inside the top three? Any issues with it? Um,
2: yeah,
0: first, Adam.
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, no, look, I, I'm surprised. Um, I would have thought Harden would have gone there, but um, I, I like Cat this season. I think he's he's primed for a nice bounce back season.
0: So and more than yeah and just you're saying that luca has gone off the board so we've got we've got a few wacky players coming off the board again here um james harden seems to be slipping again
1: oh wow that was oh man
0: <laughs> it's come over to you adam pretty quick there uh,
1: yeah and i as i said sort of off air i have strategies when i go into drafts and none of my strategies included having james harden available at big <laughs> 7
0: yeah so uh, it's funny cuz last time we did a mock draft we had uh, i think Callum had pick five, and um, Harden fell to him at pick five, and we sort of thought that was too far. But seven, that's definitely too far.
1: Yeah, I've got to
0: take him. You yeah, have to take him there. That's such
1: I'm just going to have to um, change my strategy on the fly here a bit then.
2: That's okay. And that's part of the draft, though. you you got yeah. to mix it up. This is the excitement. And, look, you know you're locking in a lot of assists with James Harden. I think he – I mean, look, above – I think he's better than Kevin Durant um, in terms of just the overall value, but – um, yeah. I'd be pretty happy with that
0: for for the integrity of the draft. Harden had to be selected there because it had to be <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think we could call us fantasy analysts if we weren't weren't picking Harden at pick number seven there. Um, so yeah, quick quick fire sort of things there. Now I know there's a few people in our in our fantasy community who are anti punting, and I, I saw Giannis going at pick six. Um, personally, I picked him at pick three last uh, draft, and I'm I'm a big punting fan. I know you are too as well, Adam. Um, would you be picking Giannis ahead of James Harden?
1: Uh, I'd, I'd consider it. Um, I, I, personally, I probably wouldn't, um, only, only because I, I mean, even when you punt, you still want to leave the door open for, for being able to win those categories. I think yeah, with Giannis yeah. and free throws, if you have him, it's almost it's, impossible. It's He's, he just tanks you so hard. Yeah,
0: yeah, it does. It does definitely define your path. Which for for me personally, I, I don't necessarily mind that. It just makes your strategy very clear to you and also to everyone else in the draft room. I'm sure everyone sort yeah. of realizes what you're doing after you, that sort of thing happens. Here, we're at pick number ten here, which is probably going to be winding down. Uh, the auto selection here is. Jason Tatum, which I think at pick 10 is, you know, a fine selection here. See how we go. Yeah. And, yep, Jason Tatum is selected there. Bradley Beal quickly off the board here. And it's up to me here. So, look, I'm I'm thinking at this point, I, I personally think there's a clear top 13. Um, the, the players that I'm looking at here, look, on Fantrax, he's ranked right down low. It's Anthony Davis, who has an ADP on Fantrax of 22, which is just ridiculous in my mind. Um, so he's going to be the first player that I select here, Anthony Davis. I know he had a down season last year, but the fact that he could potentially be the number one fantasy player, like I wouldn't be surprised at all. So I'm going to be selecting him at number 12 here.
2: Yeah, I think it's a good pick. We spoke about it before. Anthony Davis, he's been in the top three of fantasy for years, and last year it was a small sample size. People are kind of overreacting a bit. Um, yeah. I think he should be a top 10 player. Um, I, I, I'd be completely happy in the 12 for him. That's huge, especially if you have a 12-team draft. You could... Um, you know, lock him in with someone else and really lock in a bit of a punt strategy.
0: Yeah, so we yeah, in a 12 in stream draft, you, you could have got him and, and my next player there is sort of Paul George, who I think is a clear consensus sort of top 13 player. Um, and after there, I think there is a bit of debate, but those first 13 players, in my mind, are, are all pretty much locked in with your yeah, Bradley Beals, Paul Georges, Jason Tatums and all those guys towards the end, uh, depending on where you want to go with Durant's and Embiid's and risk risk injury tolerance and things like that. Um, I think those guys should all be relatively pretty safe in the top 13. Zion Williamson going at pick 13 here. First-round pick in this um, 14-team league draft. What are our thoughts on there, Cal? Um, It's kind of good to have two punt free-throw teams
2: now. Maybe he will try and salvage it, but um, Zion Williamson, he's due for a big season. His assists were a bit lower on the averages last season just because um, he didn't come out of the gates as running that point guard role. So I think his averages this year will definitely be um, kind of like that top um, kind of teen kind of thing. Maybe a 12, maybe his where he'd finish. Uh, his field goal is huge. Like, it's such a carry, and you can't really lose field goal with Zion.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, he's the single biggest contributor to that category. And I'm back on the clock with Sabonis going at pick 14. Oh, that's pretty high for Sabonis. I don't know if, about that. Um, so I'm looking here in this draft. Now, I'm trying to figure out my strategy with Anthony Davis. He's not the most obvious player to develop a punt strategy around. So I'm thinking, you know, he doesn't get many threes. His free throw percentage, I'm hoping, is going to improve from last year. I think that was a bit of an anomaly. So I'm not going to lean into a punt free throw percentage build here. Um, I've got good blocks. Ch-ch-ch-ch-ch. So I'm probably going to go with... Uh, I like pairing this player, and I just want to sort of see what this happens. It's, it's a mock draft. I'm not necessarily thinking that he's going to be this high, though. He, he could be, and I don't necessarily love pairing these two players together um, with injury <laughs> concerns as well, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get your boy here, Cal, Jimmy Butler, uh, to nice. pair along him. And, um, yeah, good, good, good steals, good assists. Solid percentages in both field yep. goal and free throws. Uh, elite
2: in steals. Yeah. Uh, I think he led the league last season in terms of averages. It could come um, down. He does have that slight injury concern. He doesn't seem to really play. He'd usually miss about you know, 15 to 20 games per season. Um, but when he plays, he's, he's amazing. If you're putting threes, he is a perfect build. Great free throw percentage. Elite in your um, steals, as I mentioned. So I love Jimmy. Everyone knows he's my guy. Um, I'm sad to see him go off the board.
0: <laughs> if, if you haven't guessed, Adam, uh, uh, Callum's a Miami Heat fan. Um I I'm a Celtics fan. Do you have, do you have a team in the in the league that you root for? Uh
1: not really. I, I used to be the Pacers okay. when I was growing up. Um Reggie Miller, Reggie, yeah. The guy I like. And and I sort of liked players more than teams, I think. So yeah. I had basketball cards and I had certain players as opposed to certain teams, but now it's it's hard. I mean, maybe Memphis. I, lo- I like Memphis and and some yep. of their players, but um then every time I watch them and D'Anthony Melton doesn't get on the court I get annoyed. So um
0: <laughs> Oh as a yeah. dynasty owner of of, of D'Anthony Melton, I, I share your pain. I share your annoyance there. Um so hopefully things change this season. We'll we'll see. They they've kind of cleared the room for him. Um, well, yeah, I'm right. with a
2: youth movement now, those Memphis guys. And John um, Moran is amazing to watch. I do love watching that kid.
0: It's coming up to your pick here, Adam. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts coming up for pick number two here? Oh, you're on the clock. Uh,
1: that was my thought, who just went off the board. Uh, <laughs> Fred Van Fleet, yes. So I'm not going to get Fred Van Fleet. Um, Would have been a nice pairing with Harden. Yeah, yeah. So still sort of looking at uh, getting someone someone to fit my build there. Um, and probably, I guess, Hart, look, if you look at your guard stats, Harden's weakness is probably, probably steals. So he's not overly strong in steals. So... And they can be tricky to get later in the draft, so I'm just sort of looking at who I could get. Uh, and I have a player in mind, and it's a bit high. It's a bit of a reach, but given that uh, it's a mock.
0: <laughs> You've always got that extra bit of freedom. A bit, a bit of learning to do. <laughs> I do.
1: So I'm going to take Lamelo ball there. Okay.
0: No, I don't mind um, it.
1: Yeah, a little, a little bit high, um, but he'll get me assists and steals, uh, threes, Free throw percentage is not not super, but Harden sort of say. they sort of they sort of balance each other out there. Yeah. So
0: yeah. I'm yeah. okay with him there. Harden definitely gives you a bit of room to grow there. Although with the rule changes this year, maybe that impact is lessened. They're supposed to be calling less of those fouls, but I don't know. In my opinion, is that James Harden will find a way. Um, would you share that opinion as well?
1: Yeah, look, I think I think that that rule change. Um, I actually had a bit of a chat. Uh, with Dan when I was on his podcast, oh no, was it Dan? I was on our podcast talking about it, and um I think it'll it'll impact players more like um Trey Young like those guys that draw fouls at the three point line a lot of Harden's fouls come inside when he he just throws his body around in yeah. there, so I think they're gonna be harder to to sort of change the the calls on those, so I think it will impact him a little bit, but I still think he gets to the line sort of. Eight times a game, which is elite.
0: Yeah, he'll he'll still be very up, up up very high in terms of the league leaders. Callum, you're nearly coming onto the clock here. What are your thoughts? I am, yeah,
2: um, Yeah, but next next pick. So I'm not too sure what I'm going to lock in yet. I'm maybe thinking a. There's not too many good big men in this range. I'm I'm loving. I mean, I guess you got Christian Wood. Okay, I'm on the clock. Um, I could get a. Could go for a Clint Capella if I wanted to get the blocks and lock that in. You got Rudy there as well, which is always. Um can be a good pairing. you got Steph Curry. I'm very secure in three-pointers per game. Maybe I could go guards and lock in a bit of a guard-heavy lineup. Um, Devin Booker is kind of staring at me. you got Darren Fox, CJ McCollum. Even um, played pretty well before he was injured last season. Do
0: you reckon, he's, do you reckon that's a is bit early a for CJ? Though, that's yeah. the thing. I don't know. He, he, was, he was definitely performing well at the start of last season. I, I personally am always lower on CJ, although he made me look stupid last year. Um, before his injury, you got 15 seconds, Cal. Pressure's on, mate. All uh, right, pressure's on. <laughs> I'm gonna go.
2: I'm gonna go, with Chris Paul. I'm gonna go, God okay. Heavy, God Heavy. Lock it in. Um, I'm, I'm hoping he's look. He's the past two seasons he's been playing a lot of games. So I don't see any reason to slide off. People are throwing some hate that it was a bit of an anomaly. He's he's on that uh, vegan diet. That's that's his uh, secret success. Some are saying. That's it. I'm, I'm going to lock it in. Um, a, a lot of guys. I've locked in kind of assists now. Steals are looking pretty good. Threes are pretty solid. But, but I need, I need a big man.
0: Are you, are you worried about Chris Paul's points getting him in the second round? Like, is that is that something that you're going to be looking to punt in that strategy, or or are you thinking you can make it up with this next pick here and then the combination of Steph Curry, who's probably going to be one of the leaders in, in points per game this year?
2: Yeah, I think I can, I can still salvage it because yeah, Steph Curry will be a thirty point per game guy. So it, it's a shame to throw it out of the way. So I, I can definitely. On these next couple rounds, third and fourth, I will be trying to make sure I'm obviously not throwing that category away. I need someone that will be competitive in the points.
0: Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Rudy Gobert goes off on that pick there. And then Justin's got another pick to pair with it. And then it's back to you, Callum. So um, Rudy Gobert pairing with uh, Nikola Jokic. Interesting, interesting pairing there. Um, and Aaron Fox looks like a bit of a punt free throw percentage build there with uh, Jokic, which, which can definitely work. Uh, you're back on the clock here, Cal. Alright, I'm up.
2: I probably want some blocks. I'm gonna try a, an interesting build.
0: I think I know where you're going with this. So you you're Over. trying the uh the the rare punt rebound build.
2: You know what? Let's do it. I'm gonna lock it in punt rebounds. It can it can it can happen. I'm locking it in. Miles Turner, uh, I'm gonna lock him for this pick. He gives me blocks, which really kind of secures me in that category, and then I've got assists. I'm pretty confident in blocks. There's some other guys late in the rounds that give you blocks and aren't excellent on rebounds. So I can still kind of make up that category. And now from this point onwards, I can really just lock in some guards, get a lot of points to kind of beef that up. I will probably end up also being a punt field goal team. This will be a punt rebound, punt field goal is is pretty much what I've locked in now. Uh, Steph Curry, Chris Paul, Miles Turner. Not many rebounds there. i got blocks, steals, a lot of threes.
0: Back back to back drafts, you've picked Miles Turner there, so uh, not not in that spot, but but in back to back mock. So I uh, guess we're we're getting an affinity for Miles Turner from you there, Cal. He was he was ex-
2: excellent in three point three point four a game, I believe it was. Yeah, we'll, um, see, we'll see if that continues. They've obviously got a different. It, it coach. probably will but, drop off. Um, yeah. I don't know what it's like with Rick Carlisle there, so there's a bit of a question mark.
0: Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Brandon Ingram, Donovan Mitchell coming off the board there. There's a few names who are hovering around who. We'll see if they go. Oh, and it's quickly come over to you, Adam. That Those last yeah, few picks Yeah, I'm going to turn
1: my horn off.
0: Yeah, that's all right. I don't think the listeners can hear that. Here we go.
1: Um. Yeah, look, I wanted Donovan Mitchell there. Um, yeah.
0: Good pick by. I need by. some points. Good pick uh, by Chris cause... Kaysen, who's another one of our, our home league participants. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, I sort of need points because Harden, I think, will only get Probably 24, 25 a game this hmm. year. I don't think he'll be up near 30. Um, and LaMelo, maybe 20, maybe sort of between 18 and 20. So, um, yeah, I mean, the obviously one, obvious one there would be Devin Booker, probably. Um, he definitely will be up there points. in points.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, the pressure's coming in six seconds. We'll go different, Booker. I like it. You get some points
2: there, which is nice. to Get on the Because as you mentioned. Both your two first picks, they might not get over twenty-five points either of them, and, and most of the first-round picks are up in that range. Like, yeah. you got get, get your points if, Thirty points, yeah. exactly. You, you,
0: you got to get your points early if you want to be competitive in that category. We did. We did put out a um, a punt points uh, draft guide video on our YouTube channel and as a podcast. Um, not something that either Callum and I are very uh, keen on doing most of the time, and and I think most people are in the same boat. Have have you successfully attempted the punt points strategy before there, Adam?
1: Yeah, so I'm in a I'm in a league that has eleven categories. Um, okay, it's what my longest league with, with a bunch of mates, um, and and I punt points in that league, um, and I punt assists, and I punt threes, <laughs> uh, and I punt free throw percentage. I think so. Yep. I punt four categories. Um, it's a tricky one to pull off but it does it opens a lot of possibilities because people put so much weight on points in fantasy so um, it does mean so like in my punt build Robert Williams is a first round player yeah um, and it's a keeper league as well so we it's um, it worked for me so I, I lost in the final last year doing that punt. And I fell down in steals that that was the category that was the swing category um, because obviously doing a punt build like that um, you are really big man heavy and so getting steals is hard with big men generally
2: I say Mitch you got Six seconds, man.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm sweating at the, the bullet here. I'm going to go with a Who pretty boring it? pick here in, uh, in Chris Middleton just to get me some points, okay. rebounds, assists. Um, just pretty safe and solvent, and I, I might spice things up a bit on my, my, another pick coming around here. All right, so I, did, I was looking at Drew Holiday there. I was pretty annoyed that Drew did go before me, but it's okay. We, we live on. Um, all right, so we've got... Who's on the books? Springbok's coming onto the thing. I want to circle back to um, something that happened earlier in the draft. We had uh, one of our players, one of the teams in here selected Luka Doncic um, and then followed up with a Julius Randle and then someone else. uh, I think it was a a Donovan Mitchell. Seems to me like that that team is trying to salvage the free throw percentage uh, from Luka. Do you Adam? Do you think that that's the way to go with Luca? I know he sometimes gets a bit. He's a bit polarizing in fantasy circles because his value is so different in category and points leagues. Um, are you like a punt free throw percentage Luca or a punt field goal percentage Luca? Which way do you sort of tend to go?
1: I don't know. He. I've never really had him on a team just because he's a hard fit. Um, yeah. Because he he's he gets you out of position stats, but then he doesn't get you stats in areas that you think he probably should so he doesn't really get steals um percentages aren't great but he gets you really good rebounds um so it's really hard to to sort of figure out what sort of a punt build to go with him and so i'm generally sort of a bit hesitant there goes my guy yeah anthony Um, edwards
0: i was ironing off too shit yeah
1: um so, yeah, look, I've got him in the... We're doing a best ball draft at the moment, and I've got him there, but that's a points format. So, as you said, very different.
0: Yeah. Two of my guys just went there in DeJounte Murray and Anthony Edwards. Those who are watching along on my screen will see that they were in my queue. So, But I did have one more play in my queue, just confirming that this is the guy I want to go with. Um, one of the struggles of recording a podcast and drafting at the same time, I've got the one screen to rely on, so... Just making sure I haven't missed anyone obvious, but I should be okay with this guy here. All right, yeah, going to be drafting uh, Rashawn Holmes there, who I think will fit my build nicely. He's going to, you know, give me good value in uh, field goal percentage and free throw percentage, solid rebounds, solid points. The blocks will be there. Um, someone who I think is pretty underrated in drafts uh, most of the time.
2: Yeah, I actually really like Rashawn Holmes. I'm a big fan. He can, he can, some weeks, he can put up kind of like that kind of 30 value. Um, some big rebound weeks. His blocks can be pretty good. He's really reliable as well. Pretty durable. You know he's going to get minutes at that Kings trust. There's no question marks about that yeah. whatsoever.
0: All right, and we've had Christian Wood, Tobias Harris gone off the board. Couple of The draft's going pretty good here in stand at this point. Well, I'll just I'll go back to... Uh, One of the players that was drafted, OG Ananobi. Um, I've seen him being uh, a couple of our comments on YouTube and and in the podcast on Twitter. I've I've seen two ends of the spectrum for OG Ananobi. Cal, where where do you think? I know we kind of disagreed a bit with OG on our um, tiers and rankings video. Do you think that at that point, OG is too early? I think he is a bit too early at 42. I'd be more like, I think in the 50 range.
2: Um, So maybe the next round, I would have probably taken him. He's elite in steals. Yes. And there's Pascal Siakam taking some time off to begin the season, but you'd kind of expect that he would probably, his value would come down when Siakam comes back. He got the rookie there as well. That might, um, you know, take some minutes, take some usage rate from him
0: i i personally am fine with the pick, just just so we're all aware, but yeah it is interesting i do i have seen a few different opinions out there with o g adam you're next to pick just waiting for uh how would you pronounce that team Jamal to pick before you yeah, what, are, what are your Jamal, thoughts here yeah. coming into this one
1: uh well it, it was <laughs> it was anthony edwards or o g Ananobi. so yep <laughs> both okay mcgorn um so I've got three guards so far um and so i'm obviously um, doing a, a sort of a punt big man build, but I still need to fill in my roster spots, so I need a forward or a center um, so i 'm sort of looking at players oh here we go so i 'm on the clock so um, nice. sort of looking at players who who are guards but have forward eligibility um, which is this next guy that i 'm about to take i 've got him ready to go um, so he 's going to give me guard stats but i can I can uh, Pop him in a forward spot there,
0: ah interesting, Kevin Porter uh, jr, and obviously, with the um the recent news of John Wall um not expected to play a single game for this team that should get a big boost for his value, yeah, it's probably um, the earliest I've seen him go, but again, I haven't done too many mocks since the news, so um, but be yeah, I, think to this, see.
1: yeah I, I wouldn't have taken him this high with wall there, um, yep. but I think not having wall probably bumps him up two rounds. Yeah. Um at least. So I sort of had him at a sort of a top eighty, top ninety sort of range. Um and now I'd have him yeah, a little bit higher. So top sixty. So I went a little bit early there, but he yep. really fits what I what fits I what need.
0: Yep, yeah, fair enough. And and Jar Morant went straight after. So I do think that Kevin Porter Jr., Jar Morant, I, I kinda think that they're similar ish in terms of lacking some of those like steals and the percentages aren't great kind of um strategy. But in different builds and different um, sort of punt strategies, they can be elevated a fair bit higher. So uh, we've got a bit of a run of guards going here at the moment with Jar, Lonzo, and Malcolm Brogdon all off the board. Callum, you're on the board next after the Bombers make their pick.
2: Yeah, some good guards there. As I mentioned, um, I'm probably going to go all in on the guards after this. To I still need to think of the blocks. So when the block guy comes up, which maybe will be this next pick, um, unless I get sniped. I love CJ. I love Terry Rozier.
0: I'm probably going to take one of those two. Yep. Depends who we get here. I, I do know you love those boys, so they they would fit nicely on your on your team. And they give me the
2: points I need. Points, the threes, a um, bit of assists to keep trickling that over. The field goal, yes, can take a hit, but I think I'm pretty much locking in this um, punt rebounds, punt field goal build.
0: Yep. I've got to start looking at some guards, too, because currently I have none on my roster in my punt threes build. But, but I'll take all of them from you. That's a good niche. <laughs> that's all right. That's all right. Uh, all right. What are we waiting for? The Bombers. Oh, they took one of you guys. The Bombers. Okay, that's okay. I'm going to, just because I
2: think it is pretty necessary for this build, I'm going to go ahead and take Jaron Jackson Jr. now. Okay. So, once again, getting my, re- getting my um, blocks... And I'm, I'm hoping Scary Terry will still be on the board. If not, I'll just take another good guard in this range. Um, Yusuf yeah. Nurkic shot the wall. That's good so far. So far, so good. You've got I, one I big want guard. Scary Terry, yeah. Could that be sniped? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the I, I found myself of...
2: taking him in, in a lot of drafts. Yeah, so I'm I... doing, doing a lot of mock drafts, and he always seems to be in my range, and I'm, I'm really happy to take him on board. Bees of sweat coming off the brow of Callum McMullen. Well, we know if there was a, a category for um, clutch points, then... Terry Reza might be a first-round nope. pick, and look, he's there. There I he is, mate. There he is. Snatch him up. I love scary Terry. Um, one of the most clutch players in the league um, in in the last five minutes. So,
0: yep. No, I think it's fine. a fine spot to get him there. Um, no, no dramas of that at all. I think he's he, he's a fairly flexible player um, who can fit a lot of different builds. So. So my team right now, yeah. So Steph Curry, I locked into the first pick. Um, You can go a lot of
2: ways. He actually is, if you're looking at a punt rebounds, even though it is quite unorthodox, it can be a hard one to do. He is the best player in a a punt rebounds build. I took him. Chris Paul obviously fits well, gives me some more assists, um, which just means I can kind of focus on points for the next few rounds, like what I've done with um, my scary Terry. But I I think the two bigs, which I have ended up hitting a bit of a homer with, because I want to be competitive in blocks, but still not really worry about rebounds, and Jaron Jackson Jr. and Miles Turner, those guys can be elite in blocks, which makes me competitive. Um, while they still hit threes as well, their field goal isn't ideal, but that's okay. I'm still punning that category once again.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, fair, fair strategy, fair strategy. Our team's coming together. It's coming together. I like it. I like it. Let's let's. Uh, what have we got coming up? Bombers back on the clock. Uh, Karis Levert um, looks like he... I don't know. What's happened to Team Bombers? I don't know if he was on his queue or not. I think he had a queue pick last time. Getting close. Back over to you, Adam. Team Chris Cason, who is, he is another, again, shout out to you from the the home league of the ball boys. Um, Pascal Siakam coming off the board, first injured player coming off the board with that uh, shoulder tear and picks are flying. We're already at you now, Adam. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, we are. Um, so yeah, I was sort of just looking at my team so far. Um, so really guard heavy, um, pretty happy with assists at the moment, Um Probably just need some steals and, and again points. I mean, trying to get points as early as you can. So I think we're still we're still in an area of the draft where you can get points. Um, I've got a few guys in my queue here. Um, what are we at? Pick sixty-two. All right. So this one's going to be a bit of a reach as well. Oh, okay. Um, a little bit though, so, so no, Darius Garland. I like, Garland, it. I like um, it, and Sexton went before me, so I, I'm I'm happy there because I'd have I'd have Garland over Sexton. Uh,
0: I think this is um, I think this is great a great spot for Darius Garland. He he was right around this in our rankings and tiers, uh, maybe even slightly earlier. And if you need those guard stats, then yeah, I think that's that's fine for Darius Garland at that point. Yeah. I think that's
2: a good debate, actually. Sexton versus Garland. Who would you take first, Mitch?
0: I'm definitely Team Garland, just because those assists. I think Garland's going to be the best player on the Cavs this year, and I think he's going to take another step forward. Whereas Sexton, I think in terms of his fantasy profile, has kind of peaked. He's a points guy, he's a percentage guy, and that's about it. Uh, whereas I think Garland's got a bit more to offer. What about yeah, you, Adam? I think
1: having uh, yeah, I, I am. I'm, I'm more on Garland, and I think I think now that they've got Rubio there. Um, they'll they'll almost play Sexton exclusively as a shooting guard, yep. so the ball's his he, his assist numbers won't go up. They'll probably no. go down. Um so he'll he'll purely be a scorer, which is fine, but he'll be a little bit like a CJ McCollum but but not, not quite as good.
0: Yep. No um oh Jesus Christ. Robert Williams <laughs> just got picked. And Tyrese Halliburton. My guys are just getting torn up in the queue here. Um <laughs> Okay, and now it's me on the clock. All right let me I need I do need some some guards on my team, so you just got double snipes did you mention double sniped, yeah didn't didn't care too much about the Jonas pick, but the Williams and Halliburton were definitely at the top of my queue hmm, so I really gotta do something about this guard situation here, so i'm gonna have to even though he's pained me in the past, I'm still expecting a breakout. Will it ever come? I don't know. (laughs) But Derek White is a player who I do like here, just in terms of I need a guard who's going to give me some of those steals and blocks, points, assists. And with, you know, uh, uh, DeMar DeRozan no longer there, I think he can take a a bit of a step up in usage. But I I don't love it personally, but we'll we'll see how we go. What what are your thoughts on uh, Derek White, Adam?
1: I like him. I think think he's he's could be top 50 this season. Um, It's injuries really. Yeah. Um, I think we saw last season when he actually played for more than a few weeks um, in a row, once he, once he got his feet back under him and and, and he was sort of rolling along, um, he was really good. So yeah, I I think, I mean, there's, there's hesitation there obviously because of his injuries, but um, yeah, no, I'm, I think taking him there is is more than fine.
0: I think um, I think I'm not too concerned about injury. Well, I think it was what was a big toe injury last year. Like it's not something that I expect to be chronic or no, you know, something to impact him long term into the future. So uh, I'm not as concerned about the injuries. I just feel like I've been waiting for a breakout for him forever, and, and at some point, <laughs> it's got to happen soon. Yeah, he's good for good for blocks
1: too. Sneaky, yes. really sneaky blocks yes. guy. So he'll he'll get you a block a game, which for a guard is really really good.
0: Yep, hundred percent. All right, we've had Isaiah Stewart come off the board here. Um, yep, I like that pick. I think he's in for a big season. Um, like him as a solid big man. The big man kind of do. There's a bit of a run here at the moment. Um, I find in most drafts, and and when they get a bit further out, they they always get a bit shaky. So I do like. Maybe getting a big here for my next pick.
2: I mean, talking about a blocker game, you got Andrew Wiggins right on the top of the board there. He put up a blocker game last season. He did. And I think he's still going to fit into that role. They can play the small ball with Draymond him at the four for that help defense. He was a bit of a sneaky um, kind of sleeper last season.
0: Yeah, I th- uh, I've just never liked him. But I don't know. Maybe that's just <laughs> bias from a long time ago. I don't know. He He has improved in terms of his fantasy profile. I'm still addressing this guard situation. I've got two centers on my team, Davis and Holmes. I will need some centers, but maybe I can get some later in the draft. Okay, I'm going to go back to the guards here, but probably still someone who can get me some good rebounds, some steals, really consolidate that there. And I'm hoping some good percentages from both percentage categories there. And I'm going to take the rookie sensation... Cade Cunningham at pick... What was that pick? 74.
2: I think that's a good range for him. We know he's getting the keys. Um, He could definitely be like a top 60 guy. Um, His points probably won't be amazing. I I would expect his turnovers to be a bit higher being a rookie. But otherwise, he should have solid rebounds, solid assists. I think his steals should be competitive. His blocks even for... I guess you could call him a guard will be um, pretty good as well.
0: Well, he's guard eligible here on Fantrax, so definitely he is a guard. Um, So, yeah, I think... This is the first time I've drafted him in a mock draft. I think around this pick, he's fine. As long as you're willing to accept the fact that he might not be very good at the start of the season. You know, most rookies take a bit of time. But he uh, I'm expecting at the second half of the year, he should be... I, I'm pretty comfortable that he's going to beat that ranking personally. All right, Adam, you're coming up onto the clock soon.
1: Yeah, um... Yeah, So, yeah, I need a forward again um, or a center. I don't have a center yet. Uh, so they thin out. probably looking to shore up my free throws a little bit. So, um, yeah, like Lamelo, I don't think he's great. Uh, Kevin Porter, not great. Um, Harden and Booker. So it's sort of balanced. I'm sort of probably about in the middle in free throws at the moment. So I probably, given that I'm – I'm going guard heavy I need to actually be good at free throws
0: hard to get big volume free throw shooters at this point in the draft
1: it is um, yeah so I've got two guys two guys I'm sort of tossing up between um, again who are who are sort of guard or sort of have a, a guard profile but are forward eligible um, just trying to decide which one to go for. Um, I think I'm good for assists, so I'm going to go this route. I'm going to take Norman Powell.
0: Okay. So, threes,
1: yep. Yeah, threes, free throws. I don't really need assists because um, I've got Harden, LaMelo, Kevin Porter. They could all easily get eight assists a game each.
2: Yep. Yep. I think James Harden would be up upwards of 10 this season.
1: Yeah. And Garland as well. Sorry, he's down the bottom of my list there. Garland could get six or seven as well, so...
0: I don't mind um, it. I'm personally a little bit lower on power than this point, but at this point of the draft, it's you know horses for yeah, courses. Well, pick, you sort of pick seventy-eight. Yeah. So if you like him,
1: yeah. Once once you get past about pick seventy, pick yeah. eighty, it's it's really it's it's um you draft for for need really yeah. uh, as opposed to best player available.
0: All right, we are getting down. Chris on the board. Mitchell Robinson just went. Jeremy G- Jeremy Grant has gone. So a bit of a forward run, centre run going on still at the moment. I think most of the reliable centres are off the board. What are you thinking in a couple of picks time, Cal?
2: Uh, Look, I'm kind of okay with my centres. Maybe my last pick, I have a bit of a flyer. I just want to kind of lock in just what's going to fit my build. I still want more points. Um, I still probably want, if I can get some more steals, I'll go for steals. I'm looking at guards. Um, Chris has took a d Delon Russell. I was yep. actually quite keen for him. I yeah, think he he'll be good for points this season. Great for threes. I think he slipped um, a fair
0: bit there. I think he probably should have gone a bit earlier than that.
2: Personally, yeah, I, I totally agree. He was um yeah he was probably next to my body. I'm really looking forward to what he's going to put through this season, especially with a healthy Anthony Towns. I think that pick and pop game will be huge. He could average eight assists a game.
0: Yeah, well, he could. He's he's. I think he got close to that in in Brooklyn. Um, so that's just, it's just just a health factor thing for him, but um. I'm feeling some good things coming out of Minnesota these days. I'm, I'm optimistic that they might be able to make a run. And when a team's more competitive, those, those injuries seem to magically you know, heal a little faster. So maybe, maybe that's what's going to be the case over in Minnesota. All right, 10 seconds for the Bombers to pick. And then Callum, you're up on the board. Where are we at? Pick number 82. So we're getting close to those later round picks now. RJ Barrett's off the board.
2: Okay, I'm up. Well, I'm going to go with um, this guy. He's he's been in my list, Um, Mike Conley. Obviously, he doesn't really do anything in rebounds, field goals pretty bad, but in in that punt build, he is pretty much like a top 30 player. Um, Gets you assists, gets you threes, points is okay, uh, gets you some pretty good steals as well. So, Mike Conley, come join my team.
0: I like it. I think it's a good pick. I think at this point in the draft, those assists are going to start to come off really quickly. So... It's yeah, gonna be and my
2: team should be strong in assists. I don't want to be losing that at all. Any week, just being kind of like that punt rebounds. Those yeah. guard stats I really want to be winning.
0: Yeah, so you're leaning pretty heavy into those punt builds there. Let me just check out your team here, Callum. We've got what have we got. Yeah, okay, Jaron Jackson Jr., Miles Turner. You're only really non-guard players, so yeah, really leaning heavy into those those categories. I like what you've done so far, mate. I like what you've um, done back so on far. on the board, I'm gonna
2: pick. Um, just to, like kind of lock in my build, I will take my last center and maybe I'll have a last flyer, but I'm going to probably, it's a bit of a reach, but I'm happy in this range. Where are we? 80, yeah, 86. I'm taking Brooke Lopez. Once again, blocks. I, I will be strong in blocks for a pump rebounding team. And that's kind of hard to lock in with, mm. with this build, but Jaron Jackson, junior miles Turner, Brooke Lopez probably are the three guys you want as your big man in a punt rebounding build. It is hard to do. The, there's not many of those guys on the board, but I think Brooke Lopez probably is dropping in drafts just because of that value. He can still hit threes pretty reasonably as well.
0: Yeah, no, I like it. I think it's, it's a very unique team that um, will catch a few other maybe punt uh, field goal percentage teams off guard in terms of those block stats in a head-to-head league, which is, which is important. It's, it's always good to have a bit of, in my opinion, like a bit of a unique flair. You know, you, you sort of get these like vanilla teams in terms of, okay, punting field goal percentage and blocks or punting free throw percentage and three. So it's good to add a little bit of spice there. So you've got a bit of a unique uh, advantage or a swing stats to get you over the line. Jeez, Chris, K- Chris Chris, Kaysen gets uh, Jonathan Isaac, his boy. Uh, I know he's got him in, in Dynasty, so I know he's pretty keen for him. All right, Adam, you're, you're back on the clock here, mate.
1: Yeah, um, I wanted Bogdan there, so uh, he's yes. gone. Um, well, what are we at now? 90. Uh, still feel like I need to shore up my free throws a bit, which, as we said, it's tricky to do because this time of the draft, you're not getting high volume, guys. Mm. Um, I do know of a guy who's uh, good for free throws, good for points. Doesn't really get steals, but he is a forward, so I'm going to take him. And this is this is a lot earlier. I just can't think of a forward that uh, that's going to get me that free throw boost. So take I'm going it. to go the other
0: Bogdanovich. Oh, the the Bogdanovich in two in the, in three picks.
1: Yeah. So I'm I'm hoping I've actually landed him in almost every mock draft I've yeah, right. done. Um I think people are just really down on him after last year, but if yeah. you look at his numbers, he finished the the season as a top sort of 70 player.
0: Yeah, the year before um, he was definitely getting drafted here if not earlier. Yeah. So, um yeah, probably yeah. poor taste in people's mouth after an interrupted season last year with a few injuries and uh, yeah. Like that, so yeah, and he was
1: really good during the playoffs for yep. them uh, as well. Um, so yeah, look, I think I would see someone like Joe Ingles taking a step back before I see Bogdanovich taking a step back. So
0: yeah, no, I I would agree there. All right, now I'm on the board on the on the deck, as they say in fantasy basketball. Kelly Olynyk goes the down the stretch fantasy MVP of last year. <laughs> I think at this point, yep, ninety four. that's that's fine to have him there. I think he's probably about this point. I know, Callum, you're a bit, bit further back on Kelly Olenek. Yeah, look,
2: he, he was with a team that were pretty rubbish, let, let's face it. He's changed now, a bit of a change of scenery. In Miami, he kind of was a bit of a waiver wire guy. Yeah. Detroit's and, still pretty rubbish, though. Let's, that. Let's,
0: let's be fair. Detroit's still pretty rubbish. Yeah, but I don't
2: think he's going to have that starting position. I think they're going to go with Isaiah Stewart. So if he's a bench guy, I'm just not sure the fantasy
0: yeah. output will be there. No, I, I agree. I'm just I'm stirring just you up. Uh, all right. Oh, you're kidding me. Jesus Christ. That was my guy, Jalen Suggs.
2: Jalen Suggs. I'm very excited for Jalen Suggs this season. Oh. I think he can be elite. Uh, steals could be good um, assists. I think the turnovers, yes, will be there. Field goal might not be ideal. But he could end up being rookie of the year. He could end up being, in terms of fantasy,
0: Yeah, I, steals to be important. I do love me some Jalen Suggs. All right. Well, that throws a spanner in my plans. Maybe I pivot and go to a big man at this point in the draft. Hmm. Yeah, I think I might do that. I do have Derek White, Kate Cunningham. I've got some assists from Chris Middleton and Jimmy Butler. So my assists aren't looking too bad. Probably need to shore up some more rebounds and blocks. I don't love it, but I think this is one of the last big guys left who I like as a player. Wendell Carter, pick 96. I think he's a better player than Mobamba. I'm expecting him to get centre minutes and sort of maybe push up 28-plus a game. Hopefully he can get closer to 30 minutes a game, but we will see how that mixes out. Um, but what what are your thoughts on uh, Wendell Carter, Adam?
1: Uh, yeah, look, it, it's a tricky one in Orlando because I think they're very different Bumba and and Carter bring very different things to the floor. So I think Carter probably starts. um, And I I would, I don't know if you had to sort of summarize it. I think I'd say that um, Carter is safer uh, and and I, I think we'll play more minutes, but Bumba probably has more upside per minute. So um, I would agree there. Yeah. I think they'll go in a fair, like I, I, I think Bumba might go fairly soon in this draft. I, I think they're both top 100-ish sort of targets. Um, but again, as we as we touched on, it depends on, on I mean, what teams are looking for yeah. at this stage.
0: Also, also in a 14-team league, I think you, you probably do want those safer guys at like yeah. say 100 versus if you're around 100 in a 12- or 10-team league, you, you are looking for a bit more of that upside because we've still got a fair bit of our... Um, a fair bit of our roster to sort of sort of make up and and still complete. So for that reason yeah. I, I err on the side of a safer guy at this point.
1: Yeah, one thing I wanna bring up, which is completely unrelated, but something I've noticed just in mock drafts in general and, and and in this one as well, is how much Marcus Smart is falling this year. Yeah. Um I mean often but this is the first year where he's going to be starting. He's he's generally always been a potential starter, but probably coming off the bench and he gets He gets drafted at 50, 60, 70, and he's going closer to 100 this season, even though he's going to be starting. So I just think that's it's interesting and you're um, a really nice sort of guy to keep an eye on if you need some steals and assists late.
0: Yep. All right, it's back over to me now. I am on the clock. I've got a couple of guys in my queue. I think at this point of the draft, this is my final sort of spot to get some big assists, and I think in my build, this guy here is going to be a little bit higher in terms of value. He's going to give me some good rebounds from the guard position, which I am looking to stay strong, and I don't care the fact that he can't shoot threes. It might be a bit early, especially in a 14-team league, but I went the safer pick on the last one, so I'm going to be taking the Aussie, Josh Giddy, at this point. Um, just to shore up those assists, rebounds for me in the guard position. Well, uh, we got we got a few Aussies in the in the the board here. What, what do we all think of Josh Giddy?
2: <laughs> I love Josh giddy uh, for a rebounder. Uh, look, his points won't be great. Uh, I'll say that, but I think his rebounds and assists should be pretty good. And at this point in the draft, you picked him up at one hundred and one. Uh, I think it can be pretty useful. You'd like to get some defensive stats. That's probably a bit of a question mark. Yeah. He His three-point per game won't be great either, so you'd have to consider that. But as a late-round pick, um, just for some rebounds as a guard position, can be pretty useful.
0: What about you, Adam? Are you, a, are you, a, are you giddy for
1: giddy? Uh, a little bit. Um, I, again, taking him here is fine. I think he, he'll be uh, – it's not like the Thunder have if- – many other options yeah. uh, at this stage. So it would make sense for them to just run him out there from day one um, and see what he can do. Because I think he's a he's an interesting well, – he profiles very interestingly. So yeah. he's not your your typical sort of point guard or um, it, it'll just be – for them it'll be about fit and, and where they need him on the floor and what they need him to do. So, no, I like him there. Um, and Markkinen just went off. I wanted Markkinen there.
0: Yeah, interesting to see what's going on over in Cleveland. Uh, The the signings have been confusing from my point of view, but um, do you think Markkinen starts?
1: Uh, I think so. Um, I think just given the amount of money they've paid
0: him. Yeah, I I would assume same thing. I'll let you um, uh, talk through your pick here. Uh,
1: Yeah, I know who I want. I was just looking for um, maybe he's gone. I had someone in mind and maybe he slipped through and got drafted, but
2: he's been sniped. And this is when we have to improvise.
1: Uh, he did. Yeah. So Evan Fournier is who I was yeah. looking at. He yeah, must have fallen. Oh, there him. he is there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. Um. I'm just, I'm going to take a rookie. Um, just because why not? It's, again, it's a mock draft, and I just I like to have at least one rookie on my team. So
2: I'm going to yeah. go Jalen Green. He, he did Damn slide it. a fair way, um, Jalen. I'm pretty happy. Like I'd be very happy with that pick. He was next to my um, draft board. We're saying it's hard to get points. I guarantee. Give me a guarantee, Mitch. Oh yes, I'll throw you Guaranteed. one. Oh. He's going to put up twenty points a game. Oh, big call. He will
0: twenty in and a rookie that's season at a
2: hundred and eight. Sorry, a hundred and sixth pick. Uh, twenty point per game player.
0: Yeah, no, I like it. I think he's probably gonna rank better than um someone like who I took uh with Giddy in terms of the end of the season, but in terms of what he gives me, I was I was not as keen on his threes and, and what of the assists from, from Giddy. So yeah, I, I think I think that's a that's a good pick there.
1: Yeah, right. so I still don't have a center.
2: <laughs> uh Clay Thompson, I was I was actually lying down, Clay. He fits my build. I could have paired the Splash Brothers, but he goes off the board at one oh nine. He will be out for about the first month, but when he comes back, there's no reason why he can't just be elite in threes like he always has been. Um, points pretty solid as well.
0: Yeah, look, I, I personally want to get him a little bit later, but again, it's it's after the hundred pick mark. If if you're confident, if you I feel like you can make your playoffs, then there's no problem picking Clay at this point. But just I'm just uh, I don't know. Maybe he, he's he's someone who gets points in threes, obviously at a very high level. But outside of that, even when he's healthy, it's not like. You know he's not getting all those steals, blocks, assists that that you do love. Um, so for me, he's he's not as exciting. All right, Calm, you're up in the next pick. Who are you thinking here, mate?
2: Look, I really don't know. I'm I'm kind of panicking at
0: this point in time.
2: There's a few. <laughs> I don't really have many forwards. I only have one forward eligible player. Apparently,
0: um, you can mix and match. Uh, I know. I know we're all a bit. Uh, you and I are both uh, new era fan tracks, but you can mix and match.
2: You can mix and match. Well. Look, I'm on the clock now. Andre Drummond, jeez. Uh, look, I don't mind Sidique Bay. I, I did like what he put up last season. He'll get the minutes this season. He, he from a week to week guy, he could be pretty good. Um, I think it would be pretty hot and cold though. I mean, DeAndre Hunt, Hunter is still there. He can give me some 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 blocks at this point. I'm pretty competitive in blocks. I am kind of feeling pretty solid in that category. Maybe I just go for like more of a three pointer specialist just to make sure I'm winning that with Steph Curry. I already am competitive regardless with Steph Curry.
0: Yeah, we, got, we got 18 down, seconds. 17 seconds, yeah. I mean, Malik Beasley
2: was the 20-point guy last season.
0: Do you think he does that again with Anthony Edwards stepping up? And- um, Kelden
2: Johnson is an interesting one. Maybe he takes a step up. I, I feel like I need a forward. I'm going to take Kelden Johnson. I think um, he's got a good season ahead of him for the young San Antonio Spurs. Yep. He, she, I think he's due for a blowout season. Let's go. He's had some time under his belt now. A bit, a bit of a waiver kind of pick at the end there, but for 111 for a guy that I imagine will start, get good minutes – uh, I think that's a pretty solid pick
0: yeah I think there's definitely upside there you you worry about the lack of like defensive stats and those sort of things but you know if that's you, you know you might already have that sort of with your team so if you're looking for some points some solid rebounds some threes uh, i think thinkkelvin Johnson has the opportunity in front of him to get a lot of minutes and with that the opportunity to get a lot of fantasy stats so uh, i i don't hate it don't love it but don 't hate it just to throw some cold water on your pick there, Cal. All right, what are we up to? You're coming back around with another pick here. Oh, yep. Will Barton, Dennis Schroeder just went. Don't really love those picks. Don't really see too much upside there. But again, 14-team league, a bit safer. Um, who do you who do you want here, Cal?
2: I'm going to take... Maybe I do want one more big guy. I, I feel pretty competitive of what I need my output. The guards aren't screaming at me, though. It's an interesting point in the draft this time. I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr. could be a fit. Just get me some points and... And threes. that's about all he offers. Maybe I will. I'm gonna go. I think this is where he, he give me some value, a bit of an upside pick, and uh, Mo Barber. Once again, blocks threes. I want. I want to be competitive in blocks. Um, yep. My points right now probably is an issue. I can't really pick up points at this point in the draft, but that's okay. I think steals, assists, three pointers, blocks. I'm actually really, really well. I'm um, doing really well, in uh, three, three percentage as well. There's no one really that hurts me at all.
0: Yeah, we highlighted. So very we, competitive. we highlighted with your team um, earlier that the pick of Chris Paul in the second round, in terms of like the points, and could you come back from that? It's tough. Like it puts you in a tough hole. Like someone who scores less than twenty points per game in the second round, it's it doesn't sound like it's the end of the world. But when you're surrounding him with all those other guys that are scoring those 25, 20 twenty-plus points per game. It is it is a bit of a holder that you gotta sort of try to get yourself out of. So do you think that you haven't done that or
2: I think unfortunately I fall into the hole a bit with the points. I think you're right. I I it's probably gonna end up being a soft punt. I'm, I'm still gonna be somewhat competitive, yeah. But I can imagine losing most weeks, sadly.
0: Yeah, it's it's one thing that you you gotta keep an eye on and, and, and like you said, just stay stay flexible and sort of look after all your other categories as well. Um Alright, so we've got Dylan Brooksie Brooks coming off the board here. One of my uh, players that I'm probably lower on than most people, um, Dylan Brooks, the defensive player of the year, Dylan Brooks, <laughs> that everyone was touting him to be. Yeah, uh, yeah no off night.
2: I'll make that clear. Yeah, no
0: off night. Jesus Christ, off night for defensive player of the year. <laughs> on this podcast, Adam, we we um, I'm known as the off night hater. I'm, I'm a big not not a believer in in. Um, in the off-night. Yeah, in the off-night in uh, Davion Mitchell. Hater. Absolute hater. <laughs> I'm a big fan. Love his game.
2: I love watching him play as well. No one hustles more than that, man. He, he can move his feet laterally better than anyone. <laughs> Maybe have- outside of Lou Dort. Him and Lou Dort are similar players
0: for that regard. <laughs> Does it give oh, me fancy Remember stats? that Lou
1: Dort game where he just went off?
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh, he, he did go crazy. He was in the playoffs, I think, a couple years ago. All right, you're on the clock here, Adam.
1: Uh... Yeah, so I wanted Dylan Brooks here, actually, just because, again, he f- he fitted what, what I was looking for. He would have bought me points and, and some steals. So, um, with obvious defensive upside. So, hmm. Uh, got someone in mind. So, you were you touched on him before. So, I'm going to. I'm going to grab
2: Sadiq Bay there. Yep, that's a great um, spot. I did consider him a few picks beforehand. I think he's due for a good season. The, you know, he's going to get yeah. minutes. He'll yeah. get threes points ish.
1: Yeah, look, I think yeah, he's good for threes. He, he's a good free throw shooter. Um, he'll get some steals, that sort of thing. But he'll be on the court, so he's going to he's going to get plenty of opportunity.
2: Yeah, no, I think and with I think these picks—that's all you need, right? You just need, need minutes
0: at the one nineteen range.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, he's got
0: in opportunity. to. roster Jeffrey.
1: update, I still don't have a center.
0: Roster, no center for, for for Adam. Let's have a look at your team over here so that people can see it on the video. Yeah, looking like, yeah, we've got a few, lots of guards there, lots of threes, lots of points.
1: Yep, lots of assists. Lots of assists. Lots of seals.
0: Yep, we, we, we are lacking in those, those <laughs> roster positions though. We'll see how that comes around and, and see what kind of value you can get <laughs> later in the draft.
1: Yeah. Oh, look. This is a pretty common punt for me, so I, yep. I often find myself in this situation. So I know my, I know who my late round targets are for centers. Okay. Um, one of them is Alenik, but he seems to be going earlier than I think he should be. Yeah. He draft. went. He
0: went just before pick 100 in this draft. So. Obviously. Yeah. And
1: that that's about where I want him. But he he, he normally goes the round before yeah. uh, I want him. And then PJ Washington is another yep. good, a player that fits this build as well.
0: I am keen on PJ Washington, and yeah, I would take him, you know, before a But yeah, I think he, he mm. went like that. It's up to me now. Okay. All right, good. My guy made it all the way back to me. Callum knows I love this dude, and I think he is in for a big season. Fits my build very nicely here. Going to give you some blocks. Going to give you some steals. And um, that is my guy, Jaden McDaniels. Pick 124. I'm, I'm pretty happy with that in terms of upside. I think he'll... He he could definitely be a top one hundred player this year, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, he well, I guess he starts. Um, and oh, Springboks loves it. It's he does, he does. Uh, yeah, look, it's not. It's still a bit murky that power forward spot in Minnesota, um, but I think McDaniel's is the player that that you'd want to be. Targeting they, Torian Prince is there now as well, but
0: they, they've talked him up though. Like you know, they've talked him up as being one of the centerpieces, along with um, Carlton Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, mm. and uh, Anthony Edwards. So he's sort of one of their core pieces. Of course, you've got the worry about the Ben Simmons deal, but who knows what's going on with that? So uh. I'm, I'm not really baking, putting that into my decision making <laughs> much at all. Um, no, I don't think you can. Yeah, not at this. Um. Yeah, it's it's pretty
1: messy. It's pretty ugly in Philadelphia.
0: Just just on that, while we go through these last few picks, what what is your thoughts on, on Ben Simmons in terms of if he gets traded, do you think that his value can get lower than where it's at at Philadelphia? Like, do you think that it's only upside from there?
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think it can go down. Um, just, even if it's purely because if for some, some reason he does come back to Philly and, and actually turns up for the first game... Yeah. There's got to be issues with morale and chemistry and all that. Like, I mean, they you would think that being professionals, they would act professional and, and do what's best for the team.
0: Yeah. Did we see that with James Harden last year? But, yeah, yeah no. that's
1: right. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yep. These guys, a lot of them aren't like that. So, yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if... They just don't pass him the ball, or yeah, he could get ugly
0: really quickly. So yeah, yeah. he he might
2: um, refuse to shoot in the fourth quarter, which would be a huge upset, wouldn't it? Oh. Well, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's,
0: we, we've already got that baked into his uh, in his projections, don't we? <laughs> I'm I'm expecting him to be a bit more aggressive, though. I mean, you would hope after all the criticisms he got, he he should be looking to score a bit more. So I do think that his scoring will increase, and he's a good field goal percentage contributor. So I think that will increase as well, then... We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right, I'm back on the clock here. Oh, and my guy Evan Mobley got taken two picks before me. All right, who am I looking at here? Daniel Gafford went earlier, someone who I was looking at.
1: Yeah, I like Gafford this Yeah. Season.
0: Yeah. Jeez. Um, Probably looking for another big guy at this point. They're thinning out. They're thinning out very quickly here. Maybe I go with a boring pick. Hmm. I'm looking for was someone J. who's... TJ McConnell drafted? Yeah, he was drafted early. I, I, I yeah, was yeah, going to touch right. on him before. He was drafted mm. fairly early. Oh, yeah, yeah there he is 97, yeah, so.
1: 97 Yeah, 97, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's a bit early for me.
0: Yeah, much too early for my, myself as well. Just don't think there's much yeah. upside there. No. All right, uh, I'm panicking a bit here. Let's just go with someone who I know is safe. He's going to give me good percentages. He's going to give me good rebounds. Let's go with... Uh, oh, I don't love it. If he's a Zubach... Um, <laughs> I'm trying to look after both of my percentages here. Uh, Zubats is someone that can do that for me and still give me a big boost on my field goal and rebound, so hence the pick. But I, I kind of, uh, yeah, kind of panicked a little bit there. But we'll see. We'll see how it works out. What are, you, what are your thoughts about Zubats in a 14-team league? I probably wouldn't draft him in a 12-team league at this point, but I do want some kind of value. Still, we have still got three players left to pick.
2: Yeah, he's pretty much the only real big man left in that roster. Um, that's really, really going to get minutes. I'm not too sure what's happening with Ibaka. They might play it really safe, which means he might just be resting. So he pretty much is really slotted in for a pretty reasonable season. But look, they love that small lineup as only as they in the playoffs. Yeah, so even if he is the risk. only,
0: even if he is the only center on that roster, he probably won't get more than 24, uh, 24 minutes a night.
2: It'll be a, a, a you know nightly basis thing, depending who they're versing, what big he's going to go up against. So he could really pay off in some weeks, and some weeks he will have downs, is what I'd imagine.
0: But what you are seeing here is I, I think the centres I think we highlighted this in our center tiers. They they fall off a cliff after like round seven or eight there. Like there's there's really no one who you're really confident getting lots of minutes there. Um I think it is important to get a, a few centres in those middle rounds before the, the late round picks come in. As Adam, you are finding over there with your centerless lineup.
1: Yeah, look, I've got three centres in my queue. Okay. Um I'm just Wondering whether I can hold off for another round <laughs> jeez
0: he's getting he's getting greedy
1: um but yeah pick one pick one thirty uh what what are we at one thirty two so I'll be at pick one thirty four I probably need to make the call. <laughs>
2: Um, it probably is that time, but you can still pay it off. We got a few more picks left. I mean, yeah. you
0: i mean—in your build, you're only really looking for a few specific things from your centers, and and that's probably you know your, your threes and maybe some trickle of assists and, and steals there. So,
1: yeah, look—it's it's probably yeah, that's right. It's it's um one of one of the stats that I'm strong in. I'm not going to get a center that helps me in everything at this point. Right. Um, it's more about. One that will help me a little bit, but not hurt me. Yeah. In other categories. Um,
0: All right, you're on the board now. You're on the clock. Yeah, yeah. I'm just. Uh,
1: yeah, and I don't need field goal percentage. Look, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for Poku.
0: Oh, the Poku.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here he goes. He's forward center, can, um, yeah. Look, so like
0: a good player to have. Um, yeah, long-time I listeners mean, will know that I'm a, I'm a big Poku fan.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, Len. Again, it's the Thunder, so I was sort of looking at him and Roby there. I think they're both okay. Yep. Late round centers to target, um, but Poku will will hit some threes, and he's intriguing. I mean, he's obviously he's got to fill out a lot. Yeah. Um, but the
0: yeah, there.
1: I, I think he he adds something to the. To the team, and do you think he I, starts? I think he, I think he could. Um, probably not. Uh, I think Favours will start early in the uh, year, early at least. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if Poku can get twenty-two minutes a night, twenty-four minutes a night, um, then he'll do enough. He won't hurt me anywhere. So I,
0: I wouldn't be surprised if he starts over someone like a Baisley, and they have a they have a Poku Favours front court. You know, starting lineup that that yep. wouldn't surprise me. Or or if it's yeah, you know, Poku and Roby, yeah, um, they could yep. go they could go a number of different ways.
1: Yeah, it could also change every night.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. They'll they'll rest some people here and there. The the Thunder, you know, the lineup, it's um, it's a bit murky there because of yeah. the lack of talent, the lack of clear structure, which you expect. All right, we've got the Bombers on the board. I think the Bombers have left the draft room. They've not They've been auto-picking the last few times, so we'll see who his selection is. And, yes, top of the queue, Eric Blood. So, all right, Callum, you're up now.
2: All right, I'm on the clock. Um, I'm still, I think I just want to try and get some guys that'll get me points as some flyers. I'm pretty confident in a lot of other categories. So, at this point, I think he's kind of fallen in my lap here. I actually quite like Gary Trent Jr. when he got traded to Toronto. He was getting close to a you know, twenty point per game kind of guy. They go into the, the youth movement. I think they really want to give him minutes. They will. Kyle Lowry is out of there, um, I, so I really think he's kind of slots in to that two guard position now. Um, so I'm going to take him points well, and threes.
0: I was actually shocked to to find out that Gary Trent Jr. is younger than Malachi Flynn, uh, which I discovered the other day. Which I was a bit surprised to to find that out. Did you know that, Cal? No, that's a surprise to me, actually.
2: So, yeah. I mean, like, once again, they go on the full youth movement. I think Flynn Moore is the guy off the bench. Uh, Trent Jr., he can score. Like, he had some 30 point games. I don't want my fantasy team as a bit of a waiver wire ad, and he had some value.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, especially this, this part of the draft and with the deeper format. I think, yeah, that's a, that's a fine pick there. All right. You're going to be coming back around to the turn here. So, here's where, look. I don't love a lot of these picks. We're, we're right into fly territory now. We've got... How many have we got? We've got three, three players left to, to pick or four players left to pick. So this is, this is where we start taking swings. Mason Plumley we went to the board. He was the last player in my queue for the centre position. I think he'll start. Yeah, he
1: was, he was, one of, he was the third centre I had. Okay. So he was, an never, option.
0: he was never making it back to me. Yeah, all right. Let's see how we go. What have we got now? One more pick and then it's back onto you, Cal.
2: Yeah, I'm still thinking I'm probably gonna go more of the guards once again. I'm considering I like I like Tyler Hero there. He on a week to week. He had a down season last season, yes. He could bring it back. He could end up being a top hundred guy. Um definitely. I think he kind of does lock into you got Jimmy Butler, you got Kyle Lowry. Outside of that, Tyler Hero probably is the next lead ball handler. So he should get pretty reasonable usage. Scotty Barnes off the board. That's interesting. He should get... I mean, if you're putting points, maybe. Scotty Barnes could be a pretty reasonable pick. I think for 141, he's worth a flyer. Um,
0: yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Pascal... He, uh, sorry, uh, yes, Siakam's obviously out with that injury, so maybe he gets a increased opportunity at the start of the season.
2: So, yeah, I'm looking at Tyler Hero. I mean, you still got Seth Curry there. Uh, he's always going to get minutes. There's that trade looming. I don't know what's going to happen there, but he's still he still should just be lights out, kind of a 16-point-per-game guy. Do I go Seth or do I go Tyler? I think Ooh. I think
0: you have to make that Seth, call.
2: I think Seth Curry did have a better season last season. There's no reason for it to go down. But there's more upside. I'm going to go upside pick. You know what? Let's go Tyler Hero. I'm a Heat fan, so I'm a bit, bit probably biased.
0: That's all right. No, I probably would have made the same call. I don't know about Seth Curry. I think he, yeah, like you said, not 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 really too much upside. Tyler Hero is probably going to be running that bench unit. So uh, with Dragic Drug- out of there. I think he'll be he'll be fine at this point of the draft. Um, I need I need my points. So
2: my last couple of picks have been more the flyers and points, but they could pay off. Gary Trent Jr. Tyler Talihera, uh, pretty much points and threes. So you, Tyler Hero with a bit more of the th- assists. So you're trying to, to nice. you're
0: trying to claw your way back into competitiveness with points. Uh, look, once again, they still kind of have some upside though as well. Yeah. So I, I'm
2: clawing myself back into this. Be competitive because I think I, I really have to be competitive since my first round pick was the 30 point per game in Steph Curry. <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I I, I I respect that, and it's 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 hard to sort of points. I always find hard to project like who's competitive where because we all kind of think we're we're good in points, but like when you, you know, say if you're you're projecting them out or you're tracking them along in some sort of draft tracker, it's a bit easier. But yeah, when you're just eyeballing it, like we're kind of trying to do, or I'm trying to do whilst I'm recording the screen here, it is hard to sort of project who's who's out in front with points uh, more than most other stats. All right, what round are we in now? Round eleven, pick number four. Chris on the board. Darius Basley has just gone. There's a few flyers here that I'm, I'm I'm sort of eyeing off. Some of them don't pick my, uh, fit my build at this point. We're coming. We're coming to you soon, Adam. Are there? Uh, is this point of the draft? This is where you've got a few favourite flyers you want to you want to throw over to the listeners.
1: Um, no. Well, I mean most of the most of the drafts I've done have been um. 12 teams so we'd be done by now yeah. um so yeah look i mean I don't know, i'm just scrolling through the names here uh i mean there's there's obviously quite a few names in there that that could be 12 team um options uh brandon clark i'm a i am love brandon clark and i really hope he is but it, he 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 needs more minutes, um, but I'm not sure if he's going to get that. TJ Warren is still there, but the the recent yeah. sort of injury update has turned people off him.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it reminds me a bit of Jaron Jackson Jr. of last season. Personally, you're on the you're on the board here, Adam.
1: Oh, I am. Oh crap. Um,
2: Twenty
0: seconds.
1: Who was I? Oh, that's who I was looking at there.
0: Waiting with beta breath. Here we are. Oh, the, the so Jordan uh, yeah, yep. yeah, that was I, one I, of my I'll, fires.
1: I've got Pool in a couple of leagues, um, and look, I might only get two months worth of production out yeah. of him until Clay Thompson's back. But, but that's, that's fine. fine at, yeah. at this at this point, I'll take that.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a that's a fine selection. I, I do think I like his upside, and I think he was showing really good signs at the end of last season. So I, I am a big fan of Jordan Poole. Um I selected him here now. Last mock draft towards the end of the, the rounds there. Alright, so I'm getting getting to me now. Again, we're looking at a bit of upside, bit of bit of flyer territory here. Oh, Jamal's not happy he took Jordan Poole. You you sniped him at him. <laughs> well he sniped me, I
1: think, earlier, so
0: Payback. Payback It talent. all works
1: out.
2: And Mitchell almost tried to sabotage you to distract you when your pick was on. So you guys, I think he did
1: well. He did a very sneaky strategy. <laughs> the, the,
2: the, the,
0: the, draft the, the draft <laughs> tactics. The draft tactics. Anything you can do in a in a draft on draft day, as long as you keep it friendly, I suppose. All right, let's go. Let's go on, people. Let's let's speed this up towards the end here. That's it. Nicholas Batum off the board. Joe Harris on the board. Stephen Adams off the board. All fairly boring players, but this point in the draft, 14 team league, you can afford to be a little bit more boring in my opinion. I think Nick Batum has a bit
2: of a ceiling, just way out. I think he's locked in some minutes there cuz they kind of play like small ball center with him even at some points. So I think he is a pretty versatile pick at this point. This just for a punt points team especially.
0: Yeah. All right, I'm going to continue the safe-ish train. Someone who I think will get minutes at the start of the season. But we'll see how it goes with the injury and return of Markel Fultz. But I'm going to go with Cole Anthony there. Should get me some good assists late in the draft, which could be hard to find. He's got some deficiencies, but I think he's, he's okay there and should have opportunities. Even when Fultz is back, it should, they should run a pretty, pretty strong three-man rotation with him, Fultz, and uh, and um, what's that rookie's name? I'm blanking. Suggs. Suggs, yeah, Jalen Suggs. Suggs. Ricky Rubio off the board. Yeah, we're into backup territory now.
2: I mean, you got RJ Hampton now at um, Magic. You, you certainly know what's going to happen. I feel like Cole anthony and Suggs do have the keys. But RJ Hampton will get some opportunity. They might yeah. even have like the three-guard lineup as well. That wouldn't surprise me.
0: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they play a bit of RJ Hampton at the three position. Um, he's probably the one, only one that can do it out of that lot. We'll see how it goes with like, the injury to, to Fultz and... And Isaac, which will move some things around and see how long they're out for and how cautious they are. Which I imagine they will be fairly cautious uh, with their young players, and they i don't think they're necessarily ready to win just yet. So I am banking on that with the selection with Cole Anthony there. I've got—I've got a guy go on my queue here, Cal, which I think you're going to appreciate. Who I think I'm going to be ready to take a bit of a swing on. Yep. Um, I'll, I'll keep the listeners in a bit of suspense. I'll, I'll announce that pick in a couple of. A couple of selections time. Assume he doesn't get, get shanked from me. We're in round 12. Round 12 of 14. So, a few more picks left to go. This draft will go deeper than most. But for any of you guys listening along in the deep draft, you've got you to have these deep round flies. You've got to have these guys who are ready to go, who have opportunity ahead of them. If things fall their way, you can, you can get some good, good value. Right, loading up my queue here. Well, you're a couple of picks away. So will
2: you get sniped, Mitch? Will uh, I get I'm sniped? This is it. the this is the this is the question.
0: <laughs> I, I'm pretty confident he'll be there.
1: If I'm him, very surprised Favors hasn't gone.
0: Yeah, look, yeah. I don't know. I'm 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 well off Favors. I mean, yes, he probably will start at the start of the season. I just think he's going to get that Horford treatment, and it's yeah. such a headache. And I not, think he will, but he's at not this as good time of a good player of at enough. Horford. Yeah.
1: No, he's not. But I think if if he if he's getting 26, 28 minutes a night, he'll be a top 100 player. Um, Do you think he's getting 26, 28 minutes a night? I think he might for the first couple of months. Um, I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, I'm, I'm just basing that on what they did with Horford last year. But yeah.
2: Yeah. So if you train him at the right time, get his value up. Because uh, I tend to agree, I think he will probably be throwing some minutes to start the season, be competitive with the lineup, and then there he could just get picked. Um, yeah, it's a good time that we're talking oh, about yeah. it, but it yeah. would be a, like a mid-season trade option. I try to try to be looking for just because Al Horford. I had him on my team last season, and I rode Al Horford out, and uh, he obviously ended up letting me down a little bit because yeah. um, he was shut down.
0: Yeah, I, I see it a little bit different. I, I don't see favors as much of a trade. I'm just going to select my guy. Here's, here's your guy here, Callum. Um, the big Sangoon. Oh, you're getting Sangoon. Yeah, joining the bandwagon. He will be a fantasy beast. Yes, um, he just needs some minutes. But, sad to see him go. <laughs> but 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 back on favors, I, I don't know. I just I don't think I don't see the trade value that that Horford had and the reason that Horford was getting minutes on the Thunder was to boost his trade value. I don't I don't see that in favors. So I don't see any reason the Thunder really have to play him over a lot of their young guys because I don't I just don't think that there's going to they're going to get him to a point where he's actually worth anything. Um, personally, but I mean you know it could go either way i just i 'm not as not as sold on it and i don 't really want the headache to deal with when I could still get players who I think have higher upside like uh like the big sangoon what what are your thoughts on uh, al peroon adam
1: um, yeah look i haven 't I, I honestly haven 't dug that that much into him and into his numbers, but from like listening to well, you guys, but listening to a lot of analysts, um, they're quite high on him um, and what he what he could do. A little bit, sort of reminds me a little bit of the the hype. Well, not, I don't know if hype's the right word, but there was a bit of um, chatter about uh, Goga Badadze and and what yep. he could do if he gets minutes and and that sort of thing. So. Yeah, I mean he's not someone that I'm targeting, but from what I'm hearing, he, he has a nice fantasy game.
0: Yeah, he does. He's 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 one of those per minute monster kind of guys that if he gets minutes, it's just gonna translate to fantasy stats. The the question is the minutes.
1: Uh so I'm back on the clock. Um
0: hmm. Pick 162 we're at. Pick 162. Yes. So I'm going
1: gonna, I'm gonna to go Killian
0: Hayes. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. There. Um, great pick, yeah. Didn't Late round assists.
1: Yeah, didn't get to see much of him last year. Um, I know um, Josh Lloyd is pretty high on Killian Hayes. Yep. Um, I, I, I
0: was also high on him coming into the draft. I, I've soured a fair bit since, yeah. <laughs> since seeing his first season. Um, but th- they'll give him a chance.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, so thirty minutes a night. You would think he'll get, I don't know, six assists and and he'll one point three steals, steals maybe. Yeah. So um, yeah, he won't score a lot, but
0: Yep, percentage can't have will be it horrible. horrible. Percentage would be horrible, but at pick one sixty two. Yep, you can't ask for too much more. And on no, your team, his yeah, points team were pretty okay.
2: pretty lousy as well. But yeah. I feel like last season it couldn't get any worse than it did. Yeah. Right. So exactly. he's he's hit his floor. It's it's only up from here. Yeah. And I, I think it only helps that, you know, you got Cade Cunningham beside him. They will kind of share that point guard duties. And then maybe in the second unit, he'll um kind of lead that as the point guard to get your dimes, get the assists. So if we, I think he definitely could be a top 100 player.
0: If we can read anything into summer league, he was the um he was the primary distributor outside of Cade for the most part. Um I mm-hmm. don't know if we can read anything into Summer League and Cade, it's obviously new to the team, but I still think that he's going to get plenty of opportunities to, to rack up those assists and and play make and do all those fun things for the the Pistons.
1: Yeah, I actually think I mean Pistons. They're obviously not going to really challenge, but teams like the Pistons, the Magic, the Rockets, they're really fun to watch. They um, are I, I from love... with your fantasy goggles on because yeah. this it's so it's it's such an unknown as to who is going to play minutes, who's going to put up production. It's it's very interesting to watch.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It's um it's part of what uh, the reason we play fantasy so we can get enjoyment from all those other teams that you otherwise wouldn't normally be watching. Um yeah. and, and watching the Lakers and bloody uh Brooklyn Nets play every every game. So um adds a Although bit of Lakers
1: this season will be interesting.
0: Yeah, well interesting Norm- to see how Westbrook uh runs and goes with LeBron and everything like that. Yeah,
1: and just yeah, the minutes, because they've got some some guys there that if they're given minutes, like Kendrick Nunn's an interesting one. If he yeah. if he gets good minutes, he, he could be a, a sneaky sort of source of points late. But they're so deep now
0: um, that you just don't know. You, you've got no idea. They could have three guys that are only worth being drafted, or they could have a couple of guys who put their hand up. I do like... Um, one of their other guys in Talon Horton Tucker is someone who I am watching. But again, it's just the unknown with that, that lineup. I'm not sure if All right, he's, so he's I'm, I'm taking he? this next pick, guys. Um,
2: yep. What are we up to? We're up to 167. 167. And this guy is kind of Mr. Reliable. Doesn't really scream at you, but I'm happy to take Kevin Huerta, Huerta. for the Atlanta Hawks. Yes. Mr. Mr. Fan of Pants himself. That's a great so, pick. I like it. Pick. I, I like it. He fits my build pretty well. Can give you kind of like three and a half assists as well, which is useful. The steals 1.2 last season. Yeah. Look, the field goal isn't there. The rebounds are atrocious, but that's exactly what I'm punting. And, and, um, he, he had some pretty good playoff games. Uh, let's not laugh at that. I believe it was that Philly series, uh, game six or maybe game five. He was about a 27 point game and really carried them over the threshold. So, I yeah. feel like they're going to throw more minutes at him. He's kind of like the secondary ball handler a bit as well. So the assist the might even go up. The, so at this point in, in the draft, I'm pretty happy with that.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, at this point in the draft, I don't think there's any really horrible picks unless you're picking someone who's not in the NBA. But um, <laughs> Kevin Huerta, like, he, he, was a, he was ranked much higher than this last year. You, you worry a little bit about the crowded um, lineup over there in Atlanta. They've got a lot. They're actually really, really deep over there in Atlanta, a lot of wings that kind of play similar positions. But last year, there was a lot of injuries that happened and, and sort of create opportunities for other guys. So um, that's all you really need. And and with a player like Huerta, you can you can sort of get some good value. You're back on the board here, Cal. Back on the board.
2: Well, Seth Curry's still there. So he's a pretty safe bet. He's You're, a good fit for my team. You were considering him a while ago. I was. Um, I'm also kind of looking at Terrence Mann. I like Terrence Mann for the Clips. He could be due for a bit of a blowout season, but is that ceiling going to be higher than Seth Curry? Seth Curry really is just kind of points and threes. And even then, his points, I mean, you can, can, on a week-to-week basis, he only averaged 12 and a half, but he can have the 30-point game output here and there. He can get pretty hot. Um, I've got someone even like a Jalen Brunson, I could consider. He he was pretty good to close out the season. He probably still is going to obviously lock in that six-man role. Points, rebounds, assists were Okay. 12 seconds on the clock. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go with Seth Curry. Let's go. We'll
0: get the the Curry brothers together. I think oh, he's United, he's United, the Curry brothers. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, no, I don't mind. I, yeah, like you said, if you were considering him uh, a couple of rounds ago at this point, then you, you've obviously made that right decision when you picked, um, I can't remember who you picked instead of him. I ended up getting Tyler Hero. Oh, that's I right. Picked, so, yeah. Yeah, a bit more of an
2: upside pick and... I've got a fair few upside players on my team, so I'm kind of happy just to probably lock someone in a bit more secure towards the end here.
0: And this is where you can get a lot of those. like you, you, Your last three picks have been Tyler Hero, Kevin Cueta, Seth Curry. There's, there's a lot of threes there, which is what we always say. I think we went Gary Trent Jr. Uh, slightly before then as well. A lot of big threes players. So whenever I like sort of do my evaluations, I, I always bump down the value of threes a little bit just because you can get those big three-point volume shooters at the end of drafts. Um, yes, they don't give you a lot of other stats, but um, it, it definitely is the the easiest stat to get at the end of drafts because everyone's shooting threes in the NBA today.
2: Yeah, and for someone like my team punning the field goal, and as I said, I did want to get some points as well. And those guys, on a week-to-week basis, can explode a bit. That's what you're getting with the three-point shooters. So that's kind of what I'm hoping for, to be competitive in three-pointer, is just to have the the big weeks where people get hot.
0: Chris just drafted my guy, Nicholas Claxton there. A bit of an upside play. Uh, I, I like it. I like the pick there, Chris. Nick, Nick Claxton, he's got the upside. Whether or not he gets the minutes with all those old guys there in Brooklyn, we'll see. But at this point in the draft, pick 172, 173, I think he's fine there. What What are your thoughts on on Clacko there, Adam?
1: Oh, he yeah, he's a funny one. I mean... Um... He, it makes sense that he should be starting, but they are so loaded in the front yeah. court um, that it's possible that they all just get like 12 minutes each, really. Yep. Um, so he, he obviously has the most upside out of all those guys and, and no DeAndre Jordan mm. helps, but with LaMarcus Aldridge coming back. Paul Millsap's um, there as well. And Millsap, Blake yep. Griffin looked pretty good. Last season, when he when he came across, because they managed him quite well, so um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit of a gamble, uh, I think taking. I mean, at this at this point, it's fine, obviously, um, but he could be yeah, could be a top one hundred player if if everything goes his way, but I'm just not sure that happens. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm on the clock. Yeah, you're up. Yeah. Um. I've got three in my queue. I'm going to go with uh, Josh Richardson,
0: the Boston Celtic. Josh Richardson,
1: the Boston. Yeah, so I'm hoping.
0: Do you think he starts? Uh,
1: yeah, uh, I think so. Um,
0: so you're you're thinking a Marcus Smart, Richardson, Brown, Tatum kind of lineup?
1: Yeah, so Smart, Richardson, Brown, Tatum, and and I hope Robert Williams, um, only because I have him in. My big money league, yeah is in <laughs> my is it my, my main dynasty
0: league so i'm I'm hoping the same thing
1: yeah, um, and I mean they paid him, so i i mean i don't he's not going to play thirty minutes, but i I don't really want him to play thirty minutes. I just hope that he starts and plays maybe twenty six minutes that yeah. would that would be ideal, I think.
0: Alright, it's rushed through to me. I'm on the clock here. I'm gonna be picking another upside play here. Uh he's gonna get lots of minutes. Whether or not that converts to fantasy stats, we'll see. But I'm gonna be going with Isaac Okoro here. Started to put it together towards the end of last season. Um, you know, he's one of the only wings on that team. There's not a lot of wings on the Cleveland Cavs, and hopefully he can generate some steals with those minutes. He's a good defender, but not not one of the best stealers. So we will we will see. Isaac Okoro is my selection there. Picks are flying off the board now. We had Terrence Mann go, which I like as a good upside play with Kawhi out this season. Faku Kompatso is good in this sort of point in the draft, steals and assists, especially with a deeper team, deeper league format. I do like that pick. Monty Morris went two picks before him. What, what do we think about the, uh, the Morris Kompatso starting point guard in Denver? Who, who do we think has got the role there, Cal? Do you think it's Kompatso or Morris? I mean, in the playoffs,
2: we, we saw Compazzo, Um I think during the regular season they'll still both get kind of similar minutes anyway. So I still feel like it's probably a reasonable pick. He put up, um, you know, 10 points, three assists a game, which can be useful and reasonable shooting, about 48% from the field. So as this kind of late flyer, he can be... Uh, look, He would have fit my build. It was actually on my, uh, my watch list.
0: Yeah, I think Capazzo's got the higher upside of the two. We want him to get minutes to get more fantasy stats, but I, I personally don't... Oh, there's my guy Malachi Flynn going. Um, yeah, I think I think... Both of them are kind of stealing stats, stealing minutes away from each other, however. So, in a normal 12-team league, I probably wouldn't bother drafting either of them. But, obviously, 14 teams. We're we're well into the pick 180s now. So, we're, we're reaching a little bit. Dante DiVincenzo goes there. I think that's a solid pick. I think he should still be the starting guard, starting shooting guard there over in Milwaukee. Um... Uh, Malachi Flynn, he's one of another sort of interesting topic guys. I'll get your thoughts on him in a second, uh, Adam, after maybe I take my pick here. Uh, But a a bit of a hype guy that I think a lot of people are getting excited for um, on Fantasy Twitter because, you know, obviously he's um, someone on a permanent basis who does all right. They obviously traded Kyle Lowry. You know, Gary Trent Jr. is still there, so he's probably not starting, although maybe they do opt for him to play over Gary Trent. What are your thoughts on uh, Flynn and his fantasy season this year or maybe towards the second half of the year?
1: Uh, a tricky one because, yeah, I mean, last season he, he had some opportunity and he, he had some really good stretches of games and then he would sort of fall away and not really do much. So consistency, I think, is what it's about for him. Um, whether he starts, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, as you said, he is older than people think. Um, he's not he's not like a twenty-one-year-old guy who's been in the league for twelve months and has a lot of growth. Um, so, I think, yeah, I think maybe they maybe they start Trent um, and bring Flynn off the bench, but um, it's again, it's it's a really hard situation to project at the moment, and and hopefully in preseason we we get a a bit of an idea of, of how teams like this are going to roll out in their lineups.
0: We've had a few picks fly off the ball. We're in our last round here. I've selected uh, Markel Fultz to pair with my previous selection of Cole Anthony. Obviously the last pick, I'm very comfortable picking an injured player here. He can go straight into my IR spot and I can pick someone off the waiver wire. And I like handcuffing those players in Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz together. So at least I've got one of the guards on the on the Orlando uh, roster there. It's coming around again to your pick now, uh, Adam. Uh, Tyrese Maxey's just gone off the board.
1: Yeah, um, I was uh, I was looking at uh, at Gallo there um, as an option, but yep. he went at at one eighty eight. Uh, What's the status
0: on your center situation here? Have we uh, <laughs> how many centers? I've have got, got one. I only need one. That's okay, fine. just one. Just the one you're
2: going to explode for the second.
1: Poku is just going to carry me this season. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to I'm going to take Otto Porter with my last one, and and we'll see. Are
0: you, are you if, normally comfortable going into a, a season with one center on your roster? You don't you don't want to like say you come up to a, a high volume day and Poku's not playing, you don't have that roster spot um, on the day. Is that something that you don't really care too much about?
1: Doesn't bother me too much. I figure that if I've if I've punted well and I, and I've built a really strong team that. Having having a center there, uh, who who is maybe going to help like get me three assists or a steal or something. It's not going to really make a, a difference in the in the scheme of things. And chances are that, I mean, three or four players on your roster are going to be dropped, and you're going to yeah. be streaming in. So it, I mean, it could be, it could be that um, Washington lose, um, Gafford goes down with injury, and and Davis Patans. Slides into a 28-minute roll and I just pick him up off waivers and yep. he comes in and gets me four threes a game for a week.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that's definitely is an option. I, I personally like the security of having at least two so I can just pop someone in there, but I'm yeah. very comfortable with, yeah, going going two, um, especially in a roster where you've got 14 players on your team. Last few picks over here. Callum, who, who are you eyeing off to, to finish off the draft here?
2: Um, so there's probably three guys on my watch list. Um, filling that same void of this. I'm going to get some points, bit of an upside there. I've got uh, Lonnie Walker on my list, can be points, threes. That's probably about it, but he could be worth earning. He's obviously pretty young. He's had had some minutes under his belt now over the past couple of seasons. So there is some ceiling that maybe he does kind of put it all together this season. Then Jalen Brunson is another guy that I'm considering. He he finished, closed out the season very strong. Um, His stats were actually, I mean, about, you know, 13, about four and four, which at uh, this point in the draft pretty solid. I mean, there's certainly an argument that it kind of, I guess, probably should go up. Um, I don't think anyone's really going to steal his minutes there. And the last guy I'm considering is a bit of a flyer who, is he still on the board? I was going to say, yeah, Victor Oladipo, injured player, threw him my IR spot. I can just pick up someone else. Am I hopeful in Victor Oladipo? Probably not. Um, yeah. I'm a bit biased being a Miami Heat fan. <laughs> Even when he comes back, he's probably going to be resting games. Um, but you know what? On the second last pick, I will. I'll just take Oladipo and pick someone else up on the IR spot later on. Yeah, uh, he's probably going to be back maybe in maybe in January, maybe yeah. February, maybe December. Uh, if you're going to be hopeful, but
0: I think I think those kind of players like TJ Warren, Victor Oladipo, all those sort of types are sort of fine to be picking up here. I picked up a Markel Fultz so. You can sort of have someone there, whack them on your eye out. You don't lose out on anything, really. Yeah, well, actually, Kawhi Leonard's still there. I probably should have picked him up. I regret... <laughs> I get Ka- in Kawhi instead. Leonard has made it the entire way through our draft, which is interesting. But, you know, I wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't play a single game this entire season. So His pick's last pick there we, we go. Wow. There we go. There we go. All right. Well, let's run through our, 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 players here, guys. Let's, let's just quickly wrap up our teams and, and what our strategy was. I'll start over with you, Adam. What, what was your strategies? Talk us through the, the sort of early rounds and key picks for your team. And then, and then we'll wrap it up.
1: Uh, yeah. So obviously Harden, Harden fell to me at seven, which I wasn't expecting. So going in, uh, with pick seven, I was probably targeting, um, Jason Tatum or Damien Lillard, so one of those two. Um, I have gone Tatum in in a lot of drafts this year so far, so I'm pretty familiar with the punt build that I would be doing with him yeah um but I mean, you can't turn down harder at, at seven, so ah uh, so yeah, went with him, which which probably impacted my strategy a bit because I had Lillard in there as my, if I was going to go guard, he I think he'll potentially lead the league in scoring or be close to it. So yeah. um, it impacted the points production a little bit, um, but increased my assists. LaMelo Ball went with it too. Um, and again, probably not the, the scoring volume that I'm looking for early in, in the draft, um, which is why I then went with, uh, did I go with Booker next? I yes. think with my third pick. Yeah. So um, just to shore up those points, I think I think that's, Thirty-five, probably a fraction early for Booker, but that's probably where he's going to go in oh, most drafts around fine. the thirty mark. Yeah. Um. So I went with him, and then I went with Kevin Porter. Did I? So.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. Kevin Porter was was maybe one of the uh, the the eye popping picks of the draft, and getting him at pick fifty, um, yeah. a fair bit higher than he has been going. Obviously, this is after the news of the John Wall stuff, so. Um, interesting to see that you you picked him that early. Obviously, fitted a need in your team. Um, but
1: yeah, it gave me it was a forward who who plays like a guard, really. So yeah, um, yeah it, it, probably a little bit higher. But uh, I mean, it's only been a less than a week since we've had that news. Yeah. So yeah. I think his ADP will go up it'll, it'll quite in. significantly over the next two weeks. Um, Garland, I went at sixty-three. You like that one? Good value. Um, and, and I'm I'm happy to take him now. I'm pretty yep. high on him this year. Uh, Norm Powell, again, maybe a little bit higher than you need to go, but he he fitted um, my team and, and gave me what I needed. Same with Bogdanovich. Uh, and then you're sort of getting down into the um, looking for upside. So Jalen Green at one hundred and six. I don't have him on any of my teams. So um, I think that's great. After no, pick yeah, one hundred. Yeah, another one of those Houston guys that that we just want to see what he can do. Um, uh, after him, what do I do there, Sadiq Bay? That's probably a fairly solid pick there. I don't think there's a whole lot of upside with Sadiq Bay, but I think he'll hover around that mark yeah, for most of threes, the season.
0: Points three is free throw percentage. Yep. Um,
1: then, I, <laughs> then I needed a center. We finally uh,
0: so, reached for Poku,
1: yep. <laughs> yeah. got Poku. So, as, as I said, I had a, a couple of centres early lined up. But I mean, is they, Poku a
2: centre? I, I don't know, but he, he is eligible. Oh, That's, That's all that matters. That's all that matters. He's, yeah,
1: he's <laughs> eligible. So, got him there um, and then and then just sort of continued down the path of what I was looking for with points, threes, um, solid free-throw shooters. Jordan Poole, as I said, until Clay gets back, he should be able to score 15, 16 a game. Uh, Killian Hayes is still a bit of an unknown, but, but assists and steals late in the draft is pretty valuable. And then Josh Richardson and Otto Porter, two guys that we know can be top 70, top 60 players, but, um, just they've sort of fallen off the last two years. So just hoping that maybe a change of scenery, um, helps them get back to, even if top 100, you'd be happy with a top 100
0: player at that oh, point in the yeah. draft. 100%. Talk us through your um, team real, ki- real quick, Cal. Just a so, few, um, few highlights, few few things, strategy that you're going into the draft with.
2: Uh, look, I, I was definitely eyeing down Steph Curry at the number two pick. That's where he should be going. Um, I'd considered maybe obviously a Jokic, but he went number one as expected. So Steph Curry, I, I was looking into different punt strategies, maybe with um, blocks, maybe with the rebounds, maybe with field goal. I've landed at a rebound and punt field goal build. Um, I probably am not as competitive in points as I'd like to be, but I'm still, I probably salvaged it a bit in the later drafts. So Steph Curry at the first pick, my second pick, then went to Chris Paul, um, just to lock in some good steals, assists. My assists should be incredibly, incredibly elite. I don't see really myself losing that very, very regularly. Maybe that'd be a very guard heavy lineup. I would lose it too, but that should be super competitive. I then went to... Um, a, a couple of bigs that really fit my build in the third and fourth. So Miles Turner, Jaron Jackson Jr. I locked in some blocks guys that can get me threes as well. Um, I feel like the value is dropped a bit just because the rebounds are so low. I mean, Miles Turner only put up about five rebounds a game, but the 3.4 blocks are definitely elite. Um, and, and same with I think Jaron Jackson Jr. could be sliding because he had such an injury-ridden season last season. He closed it out very confidently. Um, to a point where getting him at the 55th pick, I was pretty happy with. Um, so locking in the bigs was important. I then went to a Mike Conley, get some more assists, get some more steals. Um, points should be pretty good. Um, I looked in a, a Brooke Lopez, once again, getting those bigs. His value does drop a lot just because, once again, the rebounds aren't there. So the rebound thread actually has come together for me yeah. pretty nicely. Um, after seven, I then went for a Keldon Johnson, bit of an upside pick. The rest of my draft was a bit more upside, so Mo Bumba after that, he could be a two-block, two, two three-point-per-game guy. Um, he will be battling minutes for the starting role. Him and Wendell Carter Jr., but we both know that um, those Magic guys will give a lot of minutes to those two. They're going to try and test the waters. They might even play them together. Um, Mo Bamba loves to stretch the court on offense, so that that could definitely work as well. Uh, Gary Trent Jr., I'm hoping he can put up 20 points a game. That's going to be my 10th pick. 139. I think it's pretty good for him because he should really lock in that shooting guard role, starting point uh, starting role for the Toronto Raptors this season. And I closed out, yeah, Tyler Hero. Once again, a bit more points, bit of an upside pick, should get me assists. Uh Kevin Twerter, twelfth pick, uh, sorry, hundred and sixty-seventh pick in the twelfth rounds, pretty solid there, followed by Seth Curry and Victor. Oladipo.
0: Yeah, I like it. I'll, I'll real quickly go through my my pick. I think this is the longest podcast we've had on the fantasy podcast so far. Um, I've got, sorry, obviously started with Anthony Davis who slept to me at 12. So at that point, i decided let's just punt the threes and i followed up with Jimmy Butler. So at that point, I'm trying to look after... My field goal percentage, I'm trying to also look after my free throw percentage so I can be competitive in both of those categories. So um, that sort of structured my rest of the draft, trying to get those bigs like Rashawn Holmes, those wings, Chris Middleton. Uh, a couple of big guards in Cade Cunningham, Derek White. Obviously, I don't care about their threes. Josh Giddy is sort of, of the same ilk as well. Um, Panics a little bit later with, with the lack of big guys there and get the Ivisa uh, the Zubach and, and Wendell Carter Jr., solid guys with, with good percentages for both things that should give me solid rebounds, maybe a, a trickle of blocks and stuff there, and then took a swing with a few late-round guys in Sengun. Jada McDaniels, who I seem to be getting in most drafts. Uh, Markel Fultz to sort of round it off with an injured guy. So looking pretty solid in, in both percentages, good um, steals, good rebounds. Uh, we'll see how we go in the points. Uh, the assists, I think, were pretty solid as well, uh, considering that I was punting threes and often those things don't necessarily marry up together. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. And if you want to follow Adam King, um, where can they find you, Adam, over on Twitter? Or or Do you want to plug anything on on the podcast today, mate? Uh,
1: So Twitter is just at AdamKing91. And plugging stuff, I mean, we've got lots of draft guide content coming out at the moment. Uh, I think I just released um, an article on per minute, guys, so players that – Uh, If they can get their minutes up, uh, they could be really nice values this season. And then I've got an article coming out, uh, actually, which is sort of topical in terms of something you mentioned earlier in the podcast. Um, I think Monday or Tuesday I've got an article coming out called Number 3, Who Will It Be? So there's, I think it was 10 players who you could potentially take at number 3 this season. Some of them are a bit of a reach. Some of them are a bit more bit more certain, but um, I just sort of made a bit of a case for, for 10 players like it. Um, who you could take at number three. So, Yep, draft guide is rolling and and I think we've got our hoop ball listener leagues open as well if if you want to jump in and join those.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely in in a couple of those so I would encourage everyone who, if you're a fantasy nut like us, uh, jump on in. There'll be lots of competitive leagues over there. You can follow us on Twitter at Ball Boys NBA and on Instagram at Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball. Thank you so much for listening. If you're listening along on Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating, subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening on YouTube, watching the video, give the video a thumbs up, subscribe, and we will catch you guys next time. Leaders.